People, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show, man. I do apologize because I told you guys that I would have somebody on board today in terms of a, of course, a podcast uh, interview. But the thing is, she's got a little bit of hypnosis going. And I think this is probably a blessing in disguise because now, towards the end of the podcast, when I do it with her probably in about a week's time, I'm probably going to have her do a hypnosis with us live. So you guys wait for that one. And as always, guys, video optimization. Oh my goodness. This is probably the most important part of YouTube. Because you know what? I remember uh, per month, per 30 days, I was getting about 5,000 500 watch minutes and that literally got slashed in half now of course it could be because maybe all of the students already took their test prep courses it could be because i'm not uploading you know uh test prep videos often as i used to and etc etc so the thing is youtube you're only gonna make money off youtube if you're like the top two percent Okay, so I only use it as a platform. I'm trying to get people onto my website, onto my Facebook page, and of course, onto my podcast. And I'm excelling at that tremendously because obviously the podcast is what I'm practically going to be going after anyway. So if I look at some of my podcast statistics, especially my ESL podcast, I had about 350 plays on one episode over, uh, what is it, in almost like a 24-hour period. And so there are a lot of people that are beginning to come in from all around the world. So this is the best part about the ESL podcast, and nobody's doing what I'm doing in terms of interviews and stuff. So, But for those of you who actually want to get into the YouTube platform, you really got to know about this. So here we go, video optimization. This is what Gary Vee talks about. He said, titles, how much thought have you put into your video title? Does the title accurately reflect the video's content? Now, if you look at some of the uh, the people who, man, I forgot what you call it. Oh, man, I forgot what you call it. But there's like a, a YouTube, what is it, a fitness YouTuber. What's his name? Brandon, I forgot his name. What is his name? I don't know his name. But you know what? They always put something dramatic, like, I'm going to quit. I'm quitting now. She left me. And you know what? Those videos get the most clicks because it's, oh, there we go, clickbait. Because does it reflect what he's actually doing in the video? Absolutely not. It does not. But the thing is, if you actually look at the titles and whatnot, he had already known about, of course, titles in the YouTube without this book even coming out because this was about two years ago. So this is very critical. Is the majority of the title viewable on mobile? Is the title short and concise, emotionally driven, such as what that, uh, that fitness YouTuber does? Or is the keyword optimized? Now, I'm not exactly sure what that means, so I'm going to be I'm going to keep doing research in terms of that. If you look at the descriptions, this is where I fell tremendously at and this is what I wrote on my blog. Because goddamn, I failed tremendously in the keyword section. So, are the top 2 lines of the description keyword optimized? Are there links to other similar videos or playlists in the description? Is there a subscribe link? Are there links to your other social media accounts? Are all of the links clickable and trackable? This is where I, you know what, to be honest with you, I actually, I wouldn't even put the links. I would just put where they could find me. And the thing is, people want it much more easier. They want everything clickable. So I was reading this yesterday and I said, oh my God. So for 20 minutes, and as you could read on that blog, 
for 20 minutes, I said, okay. I went to podcasts, uh, what is it, Apple, the Apple Store, for my personal development. I got the, the Twitter link off the web browser. I got my Facebook page link off the web browser. I got my SoundCloud link off the, fa- uh, the Facebook browser. Uh, CastBox, Stitcher, uh, my website, everything is clickable now. I didn't just write it in. I didn't say, okay, my links are available here, here, here. No, 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 no. Everything is now clickable. And you know what? I saved it on the notes section of my MacBook. So now every time I upload a video such as this one, I'm going to copy and paste all those links there. Now, is the keyword optimized? Again, I'm going to have to do more research in terms of this. Uh, are there similar videos or playlists that are available? I don't know how to do that either. So I'm probably going to get my content writer to do a little research on that because what I want to do at the end of all my YouTube videos, especially the ones that have been up and attract so many people, if I can actually get some of the videos, like, you know, a lot of people do, you could click on the YouTube video for the next one you want to watch. I do not do that with my videos. I am like 10 years, be- oh, no, I'm probably about five years behind. And so that's going to be the next stage. That's what I'm going to put on my Notion for my content writer and a couple of other people to do uh, so I could get this I could get this sorted. Now, I figured out how you could actually put a subscribe link into your YouTube video. You can actually put that uh, in on YouTube, and there's a really short video on that. It's about a minute and 50 seconds. But I don't need a subscribe link so much because they're going to click my YouTube anyways, and then my channel's going to come up, and then they can subscribe easily rather than having that little thing just pop up uh, so they can sc- subscribe before it. So anyways, uh, sorry, that was actually one of my interviewers. Okay, so anyways, let's put it this way. Tags! Are there at least 10 tags in the description on my YouTube video? No. I only put five tags because I put five tags directly from the software that I pre-record my podcast from or do my live podcast, and it only allows five. Now... After that, I can actually go to the website and put more tags in, but I never do. I failed to do that. And so I'm going to have to start doing that because that's probably why I get so many people in with my ESL podcast because my tags are insane. Uh, what is it? Do the tags act accurately, of course, reflect what's going on in the video? Are the tags valuable? Uh, do they have high search volumes but low competition? That's what you're going to have to uh, be very careful for because – be careful about because if you look at all the Insta food, Insta photo, Insta shot, Insta this, Insta that, those have ridiculous competition. Because you know what? Whatever the woman is and she's showing her body, she's going to get the most clicks, period. A lot of you will be like, oh, well, wait, uh, but, uh, it's the truth. Women get more clicks than men, obviously. So that's why it's very, very difficult for me to build a platform without showing my face and without using the correct tags. That's why I put a lot of tags in terms of inspiration, and I stay away from all those Insta tags because the thing is high competition uh, high competition over there. Um, Google AdWords, Keyword Planner, there's a lot of different things that you can check it out. I use hashtags.com, I think. Or I just go, like if I'm looking for Stephen Covey hashtags, I put Stephen Covey hashtags on Google, and then something called top would come up. I would click it, and then I'd take some of those hashtags, I'd make it into a notepad on my phone, because of course I post it directly from my uh, phone onto Instagram, and then boom, that's how it works. So if you look at the thumbnails, does it reflect, okay? Is it easy to read on all devices? If there is a text, does it complement the title? That's normally what I do. So, of course, with my TOEIC videos, if I put TOEIC Conversations Part 3, of course, it's going to reflect that. So, YouTube cards, this is what I need to do. To extend watch time on your channel, are you including those YouTube cards within your video to drive traffic to other relevant videos? 
So this is not what I'm doing. You got to put YouTube cards in at the end of the video because if you don't, you're missing out on so much because people could continue watching over and over and over and over rather than going to the right side of the page, scrolling down to see what title they actually like. So if you look at the banners, does the banner accurately reflect? Now mine says the Arsenio Buck show. It is a show. Now, again, it doesn't reflect uh, the Arsenio's uh, Toic Toeful and IELTS or my Arsenio's ESL podcast, which really sucks. Had a very lackadaisical uh, graphic designer do it not so long ago that I used to work with, and she was very – oh, she. that's why I dropped her like a goddamn uh, – what is it? I dropped like hotcakes, man, because she was just – it took her four months to do that. And then when I actually asked her for the PDF and everything, she's like, oh, well, I would like you to like wait for it. And I'm like, excuse me, four months? And it's funny because two weeks later, she's like, do you still want me to do your website? I completely blocked her email. So, yeah, basically, the banner, does it reflect? Not necessarily. Now, I do like my logo, but I do think in probably a year's time or whatnot, or probably by the end of the year, I'm going to create a new logo and banner just because it doesn't reflect what I'm doing. I'm going to be a mentor and a coach now, and it doesn't say that. So I'm going to have to bomb that banner and that banner. That, the banner is actually like a 5 out of 10, 6 out of 10. If for the money I had to pay $450 for the banner, the this, the that, she didn't even give me my business cards. So beware of these damn scam-ass, whack-ass graphic designers, goddammit. Anyways, about section channel description. Of course, you got to go after the testimonials. And then if you see testimonials in terms of the graphic designer, ask them directly. Now, it's like the job I just recently was going to accept, but I told myself no because there was something really fishy about it. I said, you know what? I'm not going to do this just because I can't get in contact with any of the teachers that used to work there. They said that there were two other full-time teachers, and I'm like, where are they? They're like, oh, they're outside. And I'm like, okay, but what about me? Okay, and they were lying the entire time. That's why I caught them in so many different lies. And I said, you know what? You guys are trying to fuck me over. So anyways, this is in terms of graf graphic designing and whatever you do in life. You got to go after the people that used to do it or even had a testimonial. If there's a girl like on LinkedIn and say, you know what? Da -da 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 was an excellent, uh, excellent coworker. Da -da -da. You're going to contact her directly and say, hey, I would like you to explain to me face to face or, you know, through message how this worker was. And don't lie. <laughs> You know what I mean? Don't lie. You gotta emphasize don't lie. But if you do, then they're probably gonna lie. So anyways, um, the about section, have you included an upload schedule? See, I haven't done that just because I don't have someone that could control my YouTube and put everything directly, you know, upload schedule in terms of, okay, Arsenio, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's your TOEIC upload schedule. I'm gonna upload it directly. I don't have that type of person yet. And I'm probably not going to put – because the thing is YouTube is just a platform. Now, I'm doing very well with my ESL podcast because it's very easy to upload it myself. Uh, but that's what you have to consider. Uh, everything has to be clickable, especially on YouTube, on your your podcast. It doesn't matter what it is. See, if you go to Gary Vee's podcast, of course, on the Apple Store or on Spotify – and you click that description, he has everything. That's going to give you a very good idea of how you should – everything has to be clickable. The subscribe, all the links, the this, the that, the website, the get in touch with me here, the email, everything because, of course, I do Q&As too. And it's hard for people to send Q&As if I don't have an email that's clickable. Now people who are accessing it from iPhone and they look at my podcast on the iTunes store and they're like, ooh, okay, ooh, Q&A, okay, click. 
that email comes right up. They could write it in the subject and say, you know what? I got a problem with work, da 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 and it comes directly to me. Rather than searching for my ass on Facebook, using their, uh, what is it, their public pa- Facebook profile to get in t- contact with me, it would just be a disaster. <sighs> okay. Now, does your channel have custom playlists? Do the playlists have keyword-optimized descriptions? Are the playlists featured on landing page or, you know, on the landing page of the channel? And then, of course, the most important one, the channel trailer. Is a channel trailer displayed on the landing page? I'm talking about the main page. Does it reflect what's going on in terms of what your channel is in the genre? Is the channel trailer telling the best story in the shortest amount of time? That's what uh, Now, if you guys want to see a beautiful channel trailer, go check out Will Smith. Will Smith has probably the most impeccable channel trailer and the thing is if you don't have a graphic designer and a wonderful this and that it's going to be hard to create a very good channel trailer so that's probably why i haven't created one yet but i'm going to create one sometime this year i hope so i know it's like this year that's definitely on my project to do i'm gonna get in contact with another graphic designer in terms of that so guys there you go i really wanted to go over this because i think this was very very critical for just about all of you who are probably going to be getting into the game. So, as always, if you guys got any questions, everything is now in the description. And until then, guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, Arsenio, over and out.